this bean is not a nacho. (laughs) Ever wonder what your animals are trying to tell you? How to decipher those looks, barks, meows, and interesting behaviors? Join me as I share numerous animal communication encounters in some bizarre unfoldings. Jump into unique stories that will open your mind to the depths in which the animals that share our world are looking to connect. Hey everyone, thanks for joining in again. I hope you are having a tremendous day today. So excited to jump into this episode. I think I'm going to say that with a lot of the episodes because when I go through the different stories that I want to share, they just light my heart up or they're just really cool or funny. So today we're going to jump into, as the title suggests, what's in a name? And this has been another one of the coolest journeys that I've been on with some of our animals. So When I attended the Linking Awareness Journey workshop, jumping into communicating with animals and connecting on that deeper level, learning how to listen, one of the things that were brought forward in that workshop is, does your animal like their name? And that idea or concept of letting your animal pick their own name if they so choose. And I was like, huh. Interesting, right? Like another one of those concepts where you're going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, neat. And so, interestingly enough, and luckily enough, I don't mean to say luckily enough, but during the time, luckily enough, when I asked Herbert that question, he said he didn't mind his name, that it was good. I think it's also because my partner named him and was so attached to his name being that, that he like felt that bond. He just brought forward that he didn't like being called Bert. And so <laughs> we knew that he didn't, he didn't appreciate that aspect of it. And the reason why I say luckily, I think for me at that moment, as I was exploring something like super weird and different, like learning how to connect with animals and like jump into energy medicine and those kind of things, I think it also would have been like really difficult for me to honor changing our dog's name. And then every single time someone's like, well, why did you change his name? Well, he told me. And then I get that look, you're crazy. (laughs) And at that point in my life, I don't think I was ready for standing up for myself or just being able to hold space for that. I definitely can hold space for being a weirdo now because it's cool. I think what I can do is super cool. And I also know everybody can do it. But then I was so self-conscious about it. So maybe that's also why he was okay with his name is maybe it wasn't for my partner. Maybe it was for me. But one of the areas where we have gone through some really cool name changes is with our donkeys, these beautiful, beautiful souls. And it's actually really awesome as I'm recording this episode, sitting up in my beautiful office that I created for this looking out the window and the whole time I've been recording today I can see the girls in the barn and they're just standing in a direct line from me and they're just sleeping or they're just kind of softened and I know that they're tuned in 
And I know that they're sending energy right now and connecting in and supporting me while all of this unfolds. Because to be honest, sometimes recording myself makes me really nervous. (laughs) The first beautiful soul in donkey form to join our farm was Jade. And Jade came from another farm where the name she was given, which happens often with donkeys, was Nacho. (laughs) And I'm so sorry to anybody out there if you have a donkey and their name is Nacho or Burrito, they potentially love that name. There's nothing, but like so many people name their donkeys after Mexican food. Knowing Jade now and meeting her at that soul level, understanding who she is, this being is not a nacho. (laughs) And like donkeys can live to be up to 50, right? And so just like how we can have moments with our names, our animal companions can feel the same way. And so when we brought Jade to our farm, she was around two years old, we were told. And we had recently moved our two sheep, Ellie Mae and Delilah, our black sheep and our white sheep. And I had named Ellie Mae and Delilah. I hadn't connected in. It was something that was newer to me, still getting to learn this skill of connecting with animals. And plus, I really liked the names Ellie Mae and Delilah. And so when Jade came in, I was more easily able to connect with her. And I could tell she wasn't liking the name Nacho, but then I also didn't like the name Nacho for her either. So there's some layers there. But I really wanted her name to be Daisy. I kind of wanted this country bumpkin feel to the crew in the barnyard. And I had a beautiful friend come and visit. Her name is Mary. She is a wonderful soul. She can communicate with beings that have transitioned, as well as animals and people in non-transitioned forms. And so Mary came out because sometimes when we're connecting, if we have our own emotions behind it, it's hard for us to get like a clear message from our crew. And, you know, for anybody who's taken my workshop around this, sometimes connecting to your own animals are the hardest because you're not neutral. And when you're not neutral, you're seeing things through your own emotional lens, right? And so even with these stories, and that's why I have my disclaimer, how I'm bringing these things forward is still through a human's perception, right? And it's also still through my lens. And when I talk about my crew, I definitely have practices in place to be as neutral as possible with them. But there's also times when I'm not, and I can recognize when I'm not. And then that's when I'll like phone a friend or I have some really great people that I can bring in. And so that's the other thing that's important is when we connect, when I'm receiving this message or listening or feeling, am I neutral during that time? Or am I a little charged or leaning in with some different emotions that are going to shift my filters and have me pick things up differently? 
And so I was having a hard time picking things up with Jade. Again, still learning. I'm still always learning about the senses and my tools and abilities, but I was really learning at that time. So I had Mary come and meet this beautiful soul and connect in. And when Mary was here, she let me know that she didn't like the name Daisy. And I was like, oh, oh, but I want the name to be Daisy. But that's okay. I said to Mary, well, what does she want her name to be? And Mary's like, she'll tell you. You need to just wait. She's going to tell you. Okay. Are you sure she can't just tell you? And you can tell me. No, she's going to tell you. All right. Okay. And so we just moved through some days, moved through some times. I'd connect in, but I just wasn't really getting anything from her. And then one day I was sitting and doing a meditation and I was getting into a really beautiful space. And all of a sudden the donkey walks in and she just has this remarkable, stunning jade halter on. And she just looked so beautiful and she walks up. So I'm visualizing her, but I'm visualizing her in a meditative state. You could say it's your imagination. That's a beautiful way of looking at it. You could say it's an internal visual or a third eye visual, but she just was radiating. And it was interesting too, because I look at it and the months leading up, I was really drawn to jade crystals and they just were something that was getting my awareness. And so as she walked up with this beautiful jade halter on, I looked at her and I was like, oh, do you want your name to be Jade? And she just shook her head yes. So if I'm being totally honest here, I kind of was like a little disappointed. Oh, okay. But again, as humans, that's where we can have our own expectations, right? And that's, that's where our things can get in the way, right? And so I acknowledge that and I'll be honest with you guys about that. But I have to say for her, I absolutely, absolutely love that name. And so she is no longer Nacho. She is no longer Daisy. She is and has been for the last nine years. She has been Jade. And it's a beautiful, beautiful name. And so coming out of that situation, a year later we brought in our next donkey to our family. She came from the Donkey Sanctuary of Canada, which is located in Ontario. And I cannot say enough amazing things about this organization. Oh my gosh. If you ever want to know more about them, reach out to me on social and I can give you some details. They are just such a responsible responsible organization. It's absolutely beautiful. They're actually coming out today because two of our donkeys have come from their farm and every year they do a visit to just check on the donkeys to make sure they're doing all right, doing okay. And it's just wonderful. Anyways, coming back. So our second donkey shows up because donkeys are herd animals and Jade was really, really bonding to our bulldog Herbert. And we recognized that she needed, she definitely needed a donkey buddy. And so the donkey sanctuary worked with us to find a beautiful partner 
for Jade. And so along came, get ready for this one, guys. Stitches, little britches. (laughs) The second donkey soul to come and bless our farm. And if that wasn't a wonderful enough name, they would call her LB or Lil Bridge. <laughs> I can't even say it without laugh for short. You're not going to say, hey, Stitches Little Britches every time. <laughs> or even to just be like, hey, Little Bridge. <laughs> like, it just, oh my goodness. Okay. And then at the same thing too, would never laugh though while I was with her. You also got to understand animals can pick up our vibes. And so, but she was beautiful to connect with. And this was also another year later of me connecting with animals. And so I was also feeling more able or more open or had relaxed more into my abilities at that point. And so I spent some time with this beautiful soul. And one of the times that we were sitting together, she was, it was interesting because Jade and I have a really, really strong bond. And I knew that this being coming in was going to have a really strong bond with my partner. And so when I was sitting with her, she's like, I want my name to be Ray of Sunshine, but in French. Oh, that's nice. And so I wasn't able to translate that, but my beautiful partner, who is first language French, was able to bring that name forward. And so she must have liked having a longer name because her name is now Rayon Soleil. Sorry to anybody who is French out there listening to me say this because my English does not do it justice. I have such a difficult time with pronunciation when it comes to French. I do try. But for short, we call this beautiful soul Soleil or Leia. And so that is how her name came forward, which I just absolutely love. She is 28 years old and she is just like a little Buddha on our farm. She is just the sweetest soul ever. Just such a beauty. Yeah, so we have Jade, we have Soleil, and then along came last year, our third part of our donkey pack came Piper, who actually like super, super cute name. She didn't end up keeping her name. A new name has unfolded for her as well, but one of our chickens picked up that name. So we now have a Piper chicken, (laughs) but not a Piper donkey. She jumped on the train and brought forward the name Esmeralda. It came forward in one of the workshops that she wanted a bit of like a goddess princess name. And so Esmeralda came forward, but for short, we call her Emerald or Emmy. And so Emmy, or if longer form Emerald, Esmeralda is actually in a different language, means emerald. And it was really sweet because I didn't know that. So when I sat with Emmy and she brought forward the name Esmeralda, 
oh, that's beautiful. It's wonderful. She's like, yeah, emerald. And I'm like, well, do, do you want emerald or do you want Esmeralda? And then I wanted to know the meaning of the name because that also can tie into the energy of the being too, right? And so I looked up Esmeralda and I believe it's Spanish, but don't quote me on that. But it's another language for emerald, another word for emerald. And so then as soon as I found that out, I could feel her consciousness connect back in with me. And she like gave me a wink and I'm like, huh, look at that. And she's like, and isn't it interesting that I'm also a green crystal like Jade? So showing me that bond as well as that link to Soleil where it's that English and then into a different language and bringing forward a different language as well, but also having that like dual meaning. Aren't you just so smart? But also coming in a way that showing me pretty quickly after like joining our farm that she's really integrated already into the energy there, into that, that team, that crew. So that has been in my journey with the donkey crew in unfolding their names, the energy behind who they want to be called and what that looks like. And so for you guys today, for the animals that make up your world, how does that name feel for them? And again, it could be absolutely amazing and loving and who knows maybe you've already asked that animal their name or maybe if that name seemed to come out of nowhere maybe that animal already sent you that name and you just actually happened to pick up on it and another side little cute story before we leave today it's also interesting how a name that you can give can maybe bring the wrong energy into a situation And so I'll share this quickly, and then I think that will be our episode today. One of the things that I'm sure I'll talk lots about with chickens is rooster dynamic. Oh my goodness, so much rooster dynamics. But we've actually, knock on wood, we've been able to like really find some great unfoldings there when it's come to our flock. But this last summer, Geo and Maximus, two of our roosters, were like really having a rough go with it. Even when I was doing sessions or trying to connect with the energy, they're not settling. Like normally, there'll be one that's top guy, and then the other guy knows that he's second kind of thing. But Maximus was just having a go with that. So I was talking to a beautiful friend of mine, super awesome soul, Allison. I was like, Yeah, Max, he's just not accepting that second space kind of thing. So she was like, but isn't his name not just Max? Isn't it more than that? Oh yeah, it's Maximus. And she's like, yeah, hmm. What do you think the vibration or energy is of that name? That that doesn't really come across as the name of any being who's going to come in second. And I was like, oh my goodness. You are so right. (laughs) That is not the name of a being that's potentially not going to not be the top dog in a flock. Oh, and that's the thing is like, that was the energy or consciousness around that name. And we picked Maximus for Max. I didn't connect in and align him 
or ask him what would he like. Mind you, he loves the name Maximus. And he actually is now at another farm with his own flock where he is top dog, which is what he ideally wanted to be. They are a beautiful family because that's when I gave him the opportunity to change his name. He really, really wanted Maximus and he really wanted to be top dog. But that's, that's a whole other story that I'm sure we will dive into at some point. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I'll see you next episode. Here's our little disclaimer. Please know that these animal connections are coming in through my beliefs and filters. They're coming in through my consciousness. That they are not a diagnosis or are they applicable to all animals. More simply put, these stories are meant to inspire individuals to dive deeper into the relationships with the animals in their world and all that they have to share with them. 